Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. A truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. Let's get started. Welcome back to this week's episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host, Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. It's been another week. We just finished 4th of July here in the States. For those that don't know, that is Independence Day. And we celebrate with barbecues and fireworks and all other good fun stuff. Now, there's always controversy about 4th of July, so I'm not going to talk about that. I'm just going to talk about the fellowship that I got to have at my home. But I really want to talk about fireworks, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. We had a full on fireworks display in my neighborhood that went on past 11 p.m. Now, I've heard of reports that some people were getting fireworks past 2 a.m. in parts of the city. Mm. So we're lucky it stopped around 11. Right. Three hour buffer. Odd enough, it was Lamont and I responsible for our fireworks show. Mm-hmm. When I tell you right now, I probably have enough fireworks right now to probably have another two to three hour show. I'm not joking. Yeah, you did have a lot left over. You include what the other people have brought. I mean, gosh, you could have a whole week's full and then some. Yeah, before we leave, I'll let you see the stash. Okay. You're going to be like, what the? So, one of my coworkers suggested you should probably do fireworks on Labor Day. To help you get rid of them since you don't want to keep them stored for a year. Mm. So wherever I go, we might be having fireworks because <laughs> lo and behold, we have way too much. Right. And But it was an easy year for me. So this year was easy. We just did the meat. We did hamburgers, hot dogs, and pulled pork. Yep. So I smoked a Boston butt. I was very proud. I actually smoked two of them. They came out really, really good. But I'm telling you what, today is Tuesday. I'm tired. Oh, because on Sunday, we did the 4th of July party. But on Saturday, we had a birthday party for Lamont's youngest son. Mm -hmm. So our children ran around in the heat, throwing water balloons at each other, jumping on a trampoline, eating cake, rolling on the ground, sliding on a slip and slide, and smelled like wet dogs. Straight wilderness. Oh, my goodness. They came in the house at one point and just the smell alone, mm. it was like, oh my God, my children are going to have the nerve to tell me, I don't think I need a bath. Mm. Your clothes can walk away by themselves. They were that stiff. Yeah. <sighs> there was that much raunch. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I believe one of the children took off their socks and they were wet and uh, your husband is having the socks in his hand and he like made this gagging face and I didn't catch the lip at first. And shortly afterwards, it hit me, and I decided to leave the room. So, yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So we are coming off of a weekend full of excitement. It's fun to get to start to see more people because, you know, more and more people are vaccinated, right. and more and more comfortable. And it's funny. We probably had, what, 30, 40 people here? Yeah. Which, out loud, it sounds like, oh, that's a lot. Right. With me, it was like... That's small. It was really small. the things you do, that's small. Like, so for those who do know me, they already know I have issues with, like, crowds of people. I'm good at socializing in them, but at the same time, I need a moment away. This group, for the most part, I knew almost everyone there, so I was pretty comfortable. But for a Vicky party, 
this was very timid. This was very tiny. This was not the normal 115 people, some people coming out the woodworks, climbing through the ceiling. I'm kidding about the ceiling part, but it really does feel like it might be true with how many people are normally there. Yeah, yeah. Inside, outside, upstairs, downstairs, children running everywhere. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss situation. Yeah. That's typically how, how I roll. I enjoy entertaining. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you do. That's one of the reasons why you're the main host of this show. It, it kind of fits, you know, your, your demeanor. And I kind of get to fall back and kind of jump in when need to let you do what you do best. Yeah. So that was my week. And then honestly, it's really weird. Although I've gone to work, it feels like I haven't really worked. Mm. So ready for this new work week. Yes, we work every day, guys. Monday through Friday, we are slaving away so that our children can eat. So, yeah. They eat a lot. Oh, and then my oldest finally lost his first tooth. Really? Now, his adult tooth came in about seven months ago. I keep joking. That baby tooth is just holding on. on. So, yesterday, he came in, Mom, Dad, I was doing something and my tooth popped. So, he hit the knee of my other son because they wrestle and fight all the time. Mm. And so, it's totally just hanging on by a little piece of meat. And so my husband was like, we can take it off. Let's, let's, we can take it off. So we had to coax him and coax him and showed him a video. And finally, he lets us take it off. He's like, did you take it? Yes, son. Like, I didn't feel it. Are you sure? Mm. But my son does not believe in tooth fairy. Mm, okay. And so, well, just put it under your pillow. Let's see what happens. Last night, he asked dad, can you write a note? Dear tooth fairy. Are you real? Yes or no? <laughs> I love it. So this morning when I woke him up, we gave him five bucks. Anthony checked yes. I wouldn't have checked yes. I would have said maybe. I would have actually wrote maybe on right, there. Because right. that's, that's how I am. And uh, well, so this morning I wake him up and I was like, so how did it work out? It, you know, did a tooth fairy come? Is there... So he wakes up. He sees the money. He's all excited. He was like, wait, mama, daddy wrote a note. And so he pulls out the note and we're reading the note. He's like, well, mom, I didn't think there was a tooth fairy, but it looks like there is. There's a tooth fairy. They said yes. I was just thinking how cute and dumb. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's definitely a kid scientific study. Like, are you real? Oh, well, they say yes. So, I mean, I mean of course. So that is the excitement we had on Monday yeah. was the tooth pool. Okay. So, so, yes, my oldest son now has his first adult view. The second one's right around the corner mm. and they are going too fast. I yeah. just I just pointed out that in two years, I'll have a seven-year-old and an eight-year-old and Lamont will have a seven-year-old and a ten-year-old. Which is crazy. I mean, just seeing them at the age they are now blows my mind. I'll pull up a picture we have of all of them sitting on the couch for Christmas and they were so little. Just to see them, like, I think my daughter, maybe she was younger than our youngest boys are. Mm-hmm. Yep, at that time. Yeah, and just to see them now and be like, man, y'all grown so fast and school's coming up. Well, maybe one day they'll leave my home. <laughs> I know, right? Stop eating my food. <laughs> right, get off my bills. Uh, get out of my bed. Quit trying to come in here. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, I'm going to get right into it. I got two for today. Okay. One of them... Is peculiar. Mm. Almost borderline disgusting to me, but I will allow you all to be the judge. And the other one, I just think it's interesting, you know, how sometimes businesses and organizations have rules for a reason. 
Sometimes we think those rules are foolish. Right. But I think it's a good example of why we should sometimes follow the rules. All right. What about you? I have two. I must admit, I'm very hesitant to read it. But at the same time, I'm interested to see what you think about it. All right. My first one is going to be heavy for me. And my other one's very light. But it's something I'm sure plenty of the people who've had to work in offices have experienced. All right, let's get the first one. This one is titled, I shared some innocent pictures of my mom to strangers. I feel like my pornography addiction has finally effed me. I recently joined an online role-playing community centered around incest. I want to be perfectly clear. I do not in any way, shape, or form have any kind of relationship with my mom or anyone else in my family. I started talking to some people, basically playing into the fantasy. Now, the actual important part is this. I sent some pictures of my mom to strangers. They were just mundane, everyday photos, and I cropped them so her face wasn't visible. Still, I feel like I just did something horrible. It doesn't matter if I left the community, deleted the messages, they could have downloaded the pictures and closed my account. I still feel like crap. For God's sake, I have a girlfriend, and now I don't know if I'll be able to look her or my mom in the eyes. I hope this doesn't break the rules. This isn't really about relationships. It's about sending pictures in a very inappropriate setting. I'm so scared somehow this will come to bite me in the ass later. All right. So this story is just weird all the way around. The fact that you sent pictures like this to that type of community for incest would make me think that you already know that people are going to assume that's a family member. I know that you said you have no type of relationship in that manner with a family member, but it still comes across that way. It almost feels like he feels guilty because he might have interest. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it. I don't know why it's beating him up so much if the pictures are so innocent. Mm. If they're just regular old pictures. Like when I think of pictures that are regular, it's just someone at a get together and they're just wearing regular clothes. There's nothing there, nothing, you know, questionable. I don't get how that could bite him in his ass later. I'm just trying to figure that part out. Incest to me is like mad spicy. Like, it's crazy. I don't even know if that's on my scale. I look at it like, that's just a no. <laughs> it's just a straight you know, no. You're not looking at your mom like, oh, no, not come my, through my... Okay, I'm no, sorry. That's not disgusting. my mom, my sister, cousins, none of that. It's a wrap. Nah, nah, I'm cool. We from Kentucky, but I don't get down like that. That's not my way. Nah, I'm cool. So your uncle isn't your grandpa? Not even a little bit. Okay, yeah, that. Nah. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible out loud. I don't, okay, I don't mean to make fun of people who that is their circumstance. Right, because you didn't choose that. It was kind of forced upon you. But we are judging your uncle, grandpa. Though. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, uncle, grandpa, that's side eye. Okay, so this one was hard for me. Initially, I read it and I thought, you're a creep. Right. You could have picked pictures of a random person on the internet and sent them. Absolutely. I'm missing a whole step, though. Let me go back. There's a whole community for incest? That's a whole genre? Yeah. I have a lot of questions. I don't think you're going to be able to answer them for me. No. Probably not, but I, I mean, I shoot, shoot the question. I can try. I guess my first question is, where do you find like-minded incest supporters? Like, isn't that a serious taboo? 
So I'm assuming, right, if I were to try to make sense of it, I would assume it's no different than, I guess, finding the furry community. To me, it's twofold. Like, as far as Lamont goes and my scale and everything else, it's just a no. It's, we couldn't even put it on the picture scale for them. But for this person, they said they have a pornography addiction. And for anyone who's ever been on a pornography site, I'm sure if you type in a word, you will find something. And if there's a comment section or anything like that, you're probably going to find like-minded people who would be able to talk. So if you're communicating, that might be how you find it. I know that's how we found people to communicate with, like, in the gaming community or listening to rap music or whatever, like, you know, through comments and stuff. So I'm assuming it's the same, plus since it's not necessarily, isn't that illegal? I, I don't know. You know, this is one of those times where I have questions, but I don't want anyone to answer them because I don't want to know how you know the answers to these questions. Yeah. yeah, No, that's fair. For me, this is a reaper. And here's why. It's really the whole incest taboo situation. Like that for me takes it over the notch. You could have used any picture. You could have done anything. It didn't necessarily have to be your mom. Right. What are y'all doing? Are you just passing random pictures of people's family members? Is that how we are engaging in this taboo behavior? I agree. This seems kind of weird. Not to mention, as I keep thinking about it, how did you pick the picture? Like, at that point, if you have no interest like that in one of your family members, you really were looking at those pictures and was like, this is the one that's classy. And I like it. And that, for me, is a bridge too far. That's a bridge I never want to cross or get in. It's just weird all around. So I agree with you on the Reaper portion. Like I said, to me... It's off the scale. Yeah, incest is just a no. But if I had to put it on the picture that's a, a Reaper, it takes us to your grave. Uh, yeah. I'm still judging you side-eyed. It's the incest for me. Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she means that in a bad way. Not the way people actually congratulate it in the tone today. I want to pass on that. Like... And I know why you would compare it to maybe the furry, but... Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean that's a bad thing to the furry community. Yeah, you know, shout out to the furry community because, yo, at least they're not humping their parents, brother, sister, cousin, mother, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's a difference there. Like, I feel like... Yeah. But, I mean, the people are into a lot of different things. And so, I guess I would love to know the psychology behind... Is it abuse that you've experienced? Like, there's got to be some psychology behind incest. Does it go with the Oedipus complex at all? Just the mom part of it, at least. That's one of the parts that I assume goes there. I do think it's interesting from a psychological level to be like, how does one get to that place? But I don't want to know the details of that place. Yeah. Like, tell me tell me how it comes from a mental standpoint to where your brain can be triggered to be reactive that way. But other than that, you can keep all the other details. It is like, <laughs> that's my mommy. It just changes mm. the whole dynamic. It just changes everything. Like, ugh. It makes me want to change the way I talk to my mom. I'm like, hello, birth giver. I just want to get real <laughs> sterile with the term. Oh my goodness, I learned something What's up? new. It's kind of on the same vein, I guess. Okay. Uh, what is it called? Oh, it is a sexual attraction for breasts, but specifically for lactating breasts. Oh, yes. I saw that on Strange Love on TLC uh, about a couple years ago. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I just now, it, there's an actual name for this and right. or abbreviation, and it's individuals that suckle mm. women's breasts. That is their pleasure. And if you happen to have been producing milk, that is a plus for them. 
Oh, so they're suckling no matter what. They're suckling no matter what. If they can get that sweet nectar, if they... <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> if they can get their nutrients from said person, that's even better. This is going down a dark rabbit hole for me. There's a lot of weird kinks out there. When you think about lactation, I'm thinking about moms. And, yeah. And so now we've got this whole incest story that's kind of just tied oh, together. Man. I'm just saying, you know, that he's very adamant in this story that this is not for him. This is not what he's doing. He's just on there giving people pictures of his mama. I feel like there's some more out there that you're not saying. Yeah, like, bro, you're somewhat lying or omitting, if you will. You're omitting some truth. But I will say this, because I'm a devil's advocate. If you're not hurting anyone and it, like I was, <laughs> I was trying to be supportive, I can't, I can't be supportive in this matter. I would say that, yeah, take it to your grave. Everyone has something and this is your something. So this is your truth, your story. Right. Yeah. Keep that truth to yourself. Yeah. I don't know that there's anything redeeming about sending pictures of people of your mom in a sexual way. It's just weird. I don't care how he says it. It's it's so hard not to be judgy in this moment. I'm going to go ahead and go with my next truth to try to get off of the topic. Okay. All right. So my first truth is titled, Farted on the Elevator at Work. I got on after wolfing down my pitiful McDonald's egg McMuffin. Now, anyone familiar with McDonald's will know that they really get the train coal engines burning. So I get on the elevator and I feel some gas bubbling up. Given that I was alone in the elevator, I decided to let it fly. No big deal. I'm getting off in any second. So I let rip with a loud roaring fart that reverberates like Snoke's rumbling voice in The Last Jedi. I fortunately don't need to worry about inhaling the fumes as right at that moment the door slide open and I step off. At the same time, some guy in a crappy Yankee hat gets off. I don't bother warning him because I don't like the Yankees and so therefore him by extension. I hear him let out a loud half gag, half cough as he gets on and the doors close. Can't say I'm all that sorry. Some people just have it coming to them. Okay, first of all, he's petty. You're petty to say you don't like them because they have on a Yankees hat. Right. However, I'm petty and we have said the same thing about UK hats. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Listen, I have shortcomings. We're trying to work on me. <laughs> I have done that. I have farted in an elevator. Absolutely. And then prayed that I get out of there before anyone knows it was me. Oh, man. So what is it called when you gas masking? What is it? Uh, smoke bomb? Uh, uh, I know hot boxing is a different that's, word. It's like, uh, what is it when they, um, with the gas warfare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's right now saying, it's da-da-da. Right, right, da-da-da. right. But yeah, he just come and drop it and keep going. Like, yeah. don't even tell anybody. See, it's on small for me. Yeah. I would give it a bell pepper. Yeah. Like, you're a jerk. But right. even warning them, I'd have been embarrassed. I'd have been embarrassed to say, yo, I just lit it up. <laughs> don't, go, don't go in there, sir. Right. Give, yourself, give yourself 10 minutes. Let that yeah. clear out. Let that, just yeah. catch the next one, bro. Catch the other one. As you were reading, I was thinking he was going to say it turned out not to be a fart. Oh, that he was going to, like, actually go on himself? Yeah, I was thinking that. I just thought it was... A light one coming off of the mommy love. But yeah, it's a bell pepper for me too. I can't say I've never done it. The worst has actually happened to my family and I. We were at a giant store that sells furniture. And we were walking through the bedding section and someone let one go. And, you know, that store kind of has a way to kind of train you to walk a certain way. And I feel like they were just leaving pockets mm. of these gas bombs. At first, we thought it may have been my youngest and was like, Buddy, are you okay? 
that poor baby. They look at him like, mm, mm. Are, are you okay? And he's like, I didn't. And as we kept going, we started realizing it wasn't him. Yeah. The funnier part to me was him having an issue with the Yankee part. So he was like, you know what? You deserve better at this. You'll be all right. Oh my goodness. That's terrible. Yeah. It's funny though. It's funny. We all done it. Try to sneak it out real quick and keep going. It kind of reminds me of like when you first start dating someone and you don't, you try your best. Well, some of us try our best to like, oh, I'm going to hold it in and, right. and, and walk away. And there's some people like me. I try not to do it at the table while we're eating. But if you're at my house, I might cut a rug. Like, oh, at your house? You've done it at my house. <laughs> excuse me. If I'm at your house, my house, the car, the park. If, she's, just, if she's comfortable. I'm going to let it go. It's a bodily function. I got to do it. So I have a question for you then. Like you said, there's no shame for you in that. For me, the only part that would ever make that embarrassing would be like, let's say you were doing it and you really weren't paying attention to the elevator doors and you let out a loud one and the door opened. And it's like a bunch of people, or you're about to get on the elevator, and you're like, oh, I'm going to leave it on this floor. I'm going on the elevator. It won't be with me. And the elevator opens up, and it's just full of people. Mm. Like, what do you do at that point? Do you get on, and you just be like, it is what it is? <laughs> I probably would let the elevator go by, to be honest, because, you know, sometimes that lingers on you. It's in your clothes. That <laughs> lingers. You know how, like, you're in a kid, you see a cartoon and the smell yeah. is these wavy green lines. Like, yeah. that's how I feel like farts are sometimes. Like, it's just holding on. <laughs> you gotta get that aired out before you go any further. Mm. So, yeah, it's a bell pepper all in all. It's a silly one. But it's a funny confession, though, because, right. you know, we've all done it. And stop looking at people crazy when they fart. Why would people act like we got to treat someone like a pariah because they pass gas? Because I guarantee you have done it. Yeah. I think it's the out of left field that catches people. Because, I mean, I've been in conversations and we just talking and all of a sudden you just hear somebody do it and you're like, it's more of a shock and you don't know how to bring the conversation back. So your natural instinct is really to look lost. So then you kind of look at the person and it becomes like, you did that. It's not meant to be pointing the finger, but you also don't want people pointing it back at you unless you're shame free about it. I am shame free, guys. And it'll be like, oh, excuse me. And I'll just keep on going like... <laughs> No problems. As long as it comes out as gas and nothing else, like, I'm good. Yeah. Like, you know, because then that's a different problem. All right. So I'm going to go to my next one. And this one is titled, I lost an elderly patient at the hospital, found him outside, lied about it, and blamed it on his family. So this is pretty bad. I almost lost my job, and I probably should, but nobody knows it happened the way it did. West USA three weeks ago, I work in a hospital as a CNA, and that's a certified nursing assistant. And there was an elderly patient who got discharged directly home from the hospital. The nurse told me to bring him to the main entrance to discharge him. So I did. I asked him, do you see the car that's coming to pick you up? And he said, yeah, I got it from here. It was really hot and sunny, and I had a lot of stuff to take care of. So I left him on the bench outside and went back inside. No big deal. Uh, but the policy is to wait for them to enter the car, and now I know why. I went back to the floor, and the nurse asked me, is it all taken care of? To which I said, yep, easy peasy. About two hours later, the receptionist got a call telling her that his family is still waiting at the second entrance, asking when he'll be discharged. 
she asked me, did he get into the car? And I, not wanting to get into trouble, lied and said, yep, he got in the car. Then I came back here, to which he said, then why does his family think he hasn't been picked up yet? Whose car did he get into? Oh, shit. So I panicked and said, oh, let me go to the second entrance and sort this all out. I immediately ran to the first entrance. He was nowhere in sight. I ran outside a little further and I see him at a bench way far down the side of the building. I get a chair and I pick him up and bring him back inside. He was literally just sitting out there for two hours. I brought him to his family at the second entrance and I said, you came to the wrong entrance. We've been sitting out there for like two hours. Oh, well, it's sorted now. No harm, no foul. Then I go back to the floor. The receptionist is looking at me with a very concerned face. And I told her, it's all a misunderstanding. He accidentally arranged for two people to come pick him up. His daughter was literally on the phone with his wife, sorting it all out when I got there. And then she went on her way. The receptionist's face turns to normal. And she says, okay, thank God I was really worried. So far, nothing has happened to shatter this delicate lie I crafted. All I can do now is hope nobody looks to the matter any more than that. That's crazy. This is a, a perfect example of one of those times where your job has certain rules and it makes sense, especially in this case, when you're doing that kind of job. The fact that you were thinking of it on the fly tells me you've lied before and uh, you picked up some skills. That was Hall of Fame lies right there. You, you jumped back and forth between those lies. You blame the family while giving you your credit. You are a messed up person to do all that. That is crazy. I don't know. For me, that falls somewhere between a Ty Chili and a Reaper, because I'm definitely judging you because that person clearly is at the location they're at because they need assistance. Luckily, they only went and sat down for two hours instead of traveling down the road and who knows what could have happened. I know if it would have been me as a family member, I definitely would have probably pushed the issue a little bit more. Um, I definitely would have asked more questions. I wouldn't have let it go that fast. I mean, again, I applaud you for being able to come up so quick with your answer. But man, and I think about the elderly person you mentioned, how scared they could have been in that situation. I think they were abandoned. You know what I mean? There's just so many different parts here. So, I mean, it creeps closer to a reaper for me just because of the amount of issues this could have caused, not to mention you're going to have to keep up with this slide. Yeah, so the first thing that struck me was, so you have an elderly gentleman outside for two hours in right. the heat. Yeah. That is the very first thing that struck me, and I'm sure that struck her too, like, oh my gosh. Right. But could you imagine the sinking feeling you would have if you look and you can't see him immediately? You've got to go search for this elderly man. That has got to be absolutely frightening. And I'm not taking her side. I'm just saying like, hey, that's got to be scary. Yeah. But I don't rate it as high as you do. Mm. I will put this at about a jalapeno. Okay. Where it's a spicy truth and I'm giving you a side eye. Right. Because now I know she'll follow the policy. Right. Right. That's not going to happen again. Right. And people make mistakes. So I'll give you that. But I think that initially she really did think he saw who he, he yeah, was supposed yeah. to have. He was going to go. And it's fine. We're all good. So I don't think that she was malicious in her intent. Right, right, right. So I think that's the only reason why I'm kind of keeping it low. Okay. But to your point, why as a family member are you waiting out there for two hours yourself? 
waiting for the discharge. After about a half hour, 45 minutes, why aren't you calling up there? Like, yo, where's my dad? Where's my husband? Where's my whatever? Right. That's a long gap of time. Yeah, that's so, a long time. Again, I'm not blaming the family members because they're the ones picking it up. But the whole thing is just a mess. Yeah. You could have lost your job. Could you imagine how scary that would be? Like, you lost an elderly person. And yeah, and some of my people would not be pleased. Yeah. They would. They would be turned upside down. That's the part, like you said, is I'm sitting there for 20 minutes even. At that point, I might even assume that I may be at the wrong exit. Just, you know, cycling through my brain to figure out maybe I misstepped. And at that point, I feel like that's why the lie would have probably been caught. So I'd have been like, you circled around. Maybe we were at the wrong exit. Maybe we misread something. But like you said, the potential for heat stroke or anything that would have happened. And we don't even know the medical needs of the elderly person in this story already, other than them just being elderly. I'm still going to say I'm around a actually. I can see why you would say a jalapeno, though. Because like you said, it wasn't malicious. For me, I guess it became a actually just because the lie happened so fast. That seems trained. That doesn't seem like a... You're an impressive liar. Yeah. You are able to instantly come off the cuff and think of a lie. Very good for yeah. you. Yeah. I'm a terrible liar. <laughs> and I am because I exaggerate. Like, uh, that never happened. Like, yo, Vic. Like, <laughs> one time my Otis was lying about something. I, I can't even remember what it was, but it was like a very blatant lie. Mm-hmm. As if he had chocolate on his face and saying, I didn't eat the cookie, right? Mm. My husband legit said, you lied just like your mama. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give him a chance. He's like, that's genetic. <laughs> you lied just like your mama. Like, that is, I am not very good at lying. Mm. That's why I try not to do it very often, because you're going to see through yeah, it. You can it's read like, it. yeah. Vicky, you have chocolate on your face. You know that, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's not my chocolate. That's, it's not chocolate. It's poop. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> just joking. But, like, you know, coming up with, see, that's the lie. Like, yeah. I am terrible. Like, Vicky, so you just walk around with poop on your face. Are you right. okay with that? Like, you don't smell it? Like nothing. You don't you don't smell it. You don't see the flies. Nothing. None of that. Nothing. Yeah, okay. that's that's my lie. But anyway, so that's my take. It was an accident, but I'm a process person, and this is why we have policies and processes in place to prevent these types of things. Because I guarantee that has happened before. Oh yeah. That somebody has wandered off. Yeah. They could have put out what's it called a golden alert. Or yeah. And so for those not in the U.S., a golden alert is when someone is either elderly or has a developmental delay and they are missing. I believe so. I know for elderly for sure. Okay. Yeah. They're missing and their information goes up so people can try to help locate them and find them mm-hmm. and get them back to their families. Yeah. All right. So what's the last truth you have for today? I need you to buckle in for this one. And I'm really interested to see how you respond to this. The title for this one is... Two Down Syndrome kids got kicked out of my kid's dance studio, and I'm happy about it. Like the title says, two of the Down kids got kicked out. One of them we will call Lila. Lila would routinely hit my child and almost seem to target her when she was frustrated. She did that because my kid was the only one that was standing next to her. Lila hit my kid so hard that she left bruises and handprints on her. Lila's sister, we'll call her Sasha, also got kicked out. Sasha was kicked out because she wouldn't stop masturbating in the waiting area. She would get done with her class and she'd come sit down and go to town. People were appalled. She refused to stop. They're gone and it's for the better. The next time people tell you that downers are sweet and kind people, they lie. There's a lot to unwrap here. I really wish we knew the ages. Yes. That would be helpful. Right. Let's give them an age. 
Okay. Under 12, under 10. We're saying dance studio. Yeah, sure. I'd say somewhere between, let's just say 9 and 12. We'll go for 9 and 12. That way we can have an age group. Right. Let's talk about Lila punching the daughter. I'm going to be honest, y'all. I have two sons. One of them is in dance. And if I showed up and some little kid punched my child and left bruises, I'm going to act a fool. I'm just being honest. I'm probably going to be professional in the beginning. And if they handle it well, then we're good. But if I go to two dance classes and my son gets punched twice and bruises are left twice, I'm probably going to be very ignorant. My husband will probably now have to be the one solely going to dance because I get kicked out. Mm. So Lila, Sasha, and Vicky have all got kicked out <laughs> of dance because Lila wants to put bruises on my baby. Right. I don't play when it comes to my kids. I do not. And I don't care that they're boys. They should be treated like human beings. So they have emotions and feelings and it's not okay for them to get hit or punched or anything else. That's my first thing. You let that go on too long, mom. Yeah. You let that go on way too long. Listen, one time last year, I kid you not, Lamont knows this is totally true. A little girl kissed my youngest son and he did not like it. The teachers laughed about it, teased him a little bit. He came home and told me what happened. He was upset because my youngest really likes his privacy. And we give him that. He doesn't have to hug people if he doesn't want to hug them. He doesn't have to kiss people if he doesn't want to kiss them. That's his body. And we have taught him that from birth. He's five now. And we stick on that. One time, one of my cousins basically forced him to hug him. I let it go because I know my cousin. I know. But afterwards, my son looked me dead in the face and said, why'd you let him do that? I felt the guiltiest I'd ever felt in my life. Mm. Typically, I stop people, but because it was one of my good cousins and I thought it was fine, but it was a boundary that I allowed to be crossed. And mm -hmm. so now I'm like super protective because he has boundaries. He doesn't want to hug everyone. He doesn't want to kiss everyone. And that's okay. It should right. be okay. So when it happened at school, I was professional. Yes, I did. I pulled out this long email, said what I needed to say, ended with Dr. Harris. If you have any questions, you need to contact me. They apologized. They made sure it didn't happen again. They talked to all the kids. Let's also remind everyone, this was during COVID. Mm. This was last summer. I remember that. We often pretend like boys and men are immune to inappropriate behavior. If a little girl had gotten kissed by my little brown boys, there would have been a problem. And I have... Actual examples of kids who are brown kissing other little kids and maybe not knowing an inappropriate level to that. Because, you know, you got to teach that at home. So you don't do that to my son. That's all I'm saying. Right. We're treating my sons like humans. If he doesn't want some little tackhead girl <laughs> kissing. Yes, I did call her tackhead girl. Why has this baby got to be a tackhead? Because she kissed my son without his permission. You know what? I'm sure at this moment. That all the mothers and a lot of the fathers will be agreeing with you. I know some of the mothers who listen to this show, and I know they will be in agreement. So I'm gonna let you go on back to where you were. I'm just saying. So <laughs> right, right, right. He right. was upset. He was not happy. And maybe I reacted the way I did because him getting hugged by my cousin, my son looking at me in the face, like, "Why'd you let him do it?" Yeah. I still feel bad right now. I feel like I'm a pretty decent mom, 
And I feel like I'm imperfect, just like everyone else. But that's one of those moments I regret. Right. So now, I don't make me hug anybody. Yeah. Bringing it back to this, Lila could get punched. I know. <laughs> I know she has Down syndrome. But you go punch my son because you ain't getting your dad step right? Go practice. Where's your mama at? Or your daddy? Right. That's not okay. Let's go on to Sasha. I'm about to use that to this. What the fuck is going on with that? I'm going to tell you what, Lamont. I'm leaving dance. My kids get unenrolled. If I go into dance studio and I see a little girl rubbing one out in her in her tutu. I, yeah, I, I got to go. I, it's not funny because like, I know I'm laughing. It's more shocked than. Right. How do you handle that? And here's the thing. I appreciate how in the confession, they asked her to stop. Yeah. I'm not asking you shit. I couldn't ask at all. Stop! <laughs> what are you doing? I'm asking you. No. <laughs> then the next question is, again, we've made up the ages between 9 and 12. Right. Real talk, if you got someone over 12 rubbing one out in the studio, we looking at charges. Right, right. Mom, dad, why is your child masturbating after class? Like, I'm just trying to figure out why that's even happening? Why does she know? Why is that a thing? Right. Okay, so we talked about Sasha. We talked about Lila. We talked about Vicky getting kicked out. Now I want to talk about this mama. Right. The thing with the mom is the last statement that she said, somewhere towards the end, basically saying people with Downs are bad. She said, so the next time people tell you that Downers, which she called them Downers, which is, I guess, a thing, are sweet and kind people, they lie. So I think she's saying that the people who say that they're sweet and kind are, are liars. Yes, she is saying that if you're saying that they are sweet and kind, you're lying. Right. I'm just saying you're just going to take an entire population of people based on two harsh experiences. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can get the heart. Mm. One's punching and one's punching. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, saying, I'm saying like, I can't. These understand. are hypothetical <laughs> nine and 12 year olds. I can't laugh <laughs> and be conscious with this. I'm just saying, I don't know. You cannot negatively attribute these behaviors to all people with Down syndrome. Right. That statement, her being happy that they're gone, I'd be happy too. I agree. I mean, you're punching my kid. Yeah. Like, I can't even get up with the basketball. Like, I don't even understand it. <laughs> I tried not to laugh, man. I can understand that. But you can't just say all people with Down syndrome are, are bad. No, I agree. Everyone's different. So just don't kind of categorize yeah, no, no one's a monolith. That's just not how it works. What did you actually rate this one? Oh, man. I don't think I rated it. Okay. I'm going to give this three ratings. I'm going to give Lila, the punching kid, a Thai chili. Okay. It's like, what the F? You messing your dance dance up? Like, come on. So that's that's Lila. Sasha is the individual that's masturbating. She gets a reaper. Lamont, I go to dance. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I would have to avert my eyes. Like, I can't avert my eyes. Like, because I know she's not doing what I think she's doing. And we're the parents. If you know she's rubbing one out after every class, come get the kid. Yeah, she got to go right after class. She cannot sit and wait. If that's something that you know she does and you haven't figured out a way to stop it, she has to do that in the car with you all. Yes. She cannot be out here with us. Look. For me, it's all crazy. It's just a lot. The punching thing, I feel like immediately my response is very similar to what yours is. I feel like I'd have to do a lot more work in stopping my wife from her response. But as far as the other young lady doing what she's doing, if one of the kids happened to come out and that started, 
I'm going through one of the windows. Like, I'm not even opening the door. I don't have time. I'm just going to open a space and get out as quickly as possible. There's, there's just too much there that I just can't handle. Like, I'm my kids are going to have to leave in the outfits they have on. We got to go. We got to go. We're not coming back. I don't need a refund. You keep whatever money I'm giving you. Don't worry. I'm not even going to look at your building again because I can't. So I gave Lila a chili, I think. Uh-huh. I gave Sasha a reaper because that's just outlandish. But the mama giving a jalapeno. Okay. Because punch my kid once, I might let it go. Punch my kid twice, and you're leaving bruises, and we're in dance class. Oh, no. Nah, don't go stand next to him or her. If they punching you, like, it's okay. And you can't blame all Downs people. Like, you just can't stereotype everyone. That's the only reason why I'm giving you a bit of a spicy jalapeno. It's perfectly okay that you're happy that they're calm. Yeah, yeah. That's one story got three ratings for me. And I'm going to give myself a reaper because, <laughs> <laughs> listen, if a boy kissed me unsolicitedly, he'd be a piece of crap. And if a girl kisses my son unsolicitedly, she's a piece of crap. I gave you that. But okay, so I don't know how you all feel about this episode, mm. but if you can, in the reviews, tell me, what would you give this last one reread? Because this one's pretty out there. What yeah. would Lila, Sasha, and the mom, what would you give this? I know the amount of jokes that me and my friends are about to have about Sasha because I have so many. You know, what dance class are you in? Is it hip hop? Has she gotten so stimulated by a gyration that she's got to go out there and practice? Or is it ballet? And she's just so, <laughs> so Lamont is like, I eat pieces. <laughs> That's a parent thing. They need to do something at home. I, I don't, and right. I don't know what it's like to have children with Downs, but I do know masturbating in public. It's probably frowned upon. I give it a high 98% that it's probably frowned upon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially parents of dancers know these recitals cost $5,611 and they last 5611 hours. Could you imagine after every performance, you could be like, ah, got to get these fingers working. I got to clock in. <laughs> Somebody come save me. Turn the tape off. She's at it again. Sasha's doing it again. Oh my God. That's just terrible. And if you all can see Lamont, he's looking at me like, Vicky, please stop. It is, I have done. We've done enough. So, okay, I think I'll stop now. Go ahead. If you have a chance in the review section, let us know what you think about Lila, Sasha, and the mom. Also, if you like today's show, help us out. So subscribe and send this show to two people and ask them what they think of Sasha. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I knew you was going to go back to it. You got to ask them. If you have not done so already, join our Facebook group pick truth and follow us on facebook instagram and twitter don't forget to rate and review us on apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe all right thanks we can't pick truth without you send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat 